It's time now to spotlight Coinbase crypto. It's unbelievable what's been going on here. In fact, Coinbase is down over 11%. Bitcoin sell-off continues. Joining us now to explain and give us some insight, Dan Dolev, Managing Director, Senior Analyst, FinTech Equity Research at Mizuho Securities USA. Thank you so much for being with us today, Dan. Um, we always have a, a lot of fun talking about a lot of the FinTech names, but I think this is a very crucial time here as we're seeing Coinbase down $25 today, um, the accelerated year-to-date down over 30%. And I saw another stat, $130 billion was wiped out of the crypto markets in 24 hours. What do you think is going on here? Well, I think that from a um, regulatory perspective, we posted a call uh, like the week before uh, last week on this. So there's, there's definitely something going on in DC from a regulatory perspective. Uh, for crypto overall, and I think that weighs on the overall kind of market sentiment. Um, you know, regardless of whether you think that that you know crypto, you know, where crypto is headed, I think there's, it, it, you know, it's kind of like when it, when it rains, it pours. And then on top of everything, we're seeing in the markets rising interest rates, etc. Uh, you get that extra pressure on crypto, and then you're at the epicenter of the earthquake when you're basically 100% of your revenue is tied to crypto, and this is kind of what we're seeing with Coinbase. So it's sort of like you get that extra impact of not just regulatory markets, but, you know, on, on top of that, you get that extra, you know, kind of hammer on your head, which is, which is uh, you know, being 100% focused on, on crypto or Coinbase's. Interesting. So as we see what's going on here and some concerns about regulation, we also saw um, regulation abroad, right, in China, and then you had them moving and trying to mine elsewhere, nearby. Um, I just feel like there's a lot of stories going with each, but at the same time, Coinbase is down, Bitcoin is down, um, Solana, Litecoin, Ether, Dogecoin. We're watching everything, right? Um, you know, what's your takeaway? Are there opportunities? Do you wait and see? Do you have any advice on the group? Because And then I want to get to some of those that have exposure, right? Square and PayPal and some of the names you follow as mm -hmm. well, because that's not their only revenue base like Coinbase. Exactly. So, you know, I don't have particular views on, on any cryptocurrency per se, just, you know, we mm -hmm. kind of, mm -hmm. you know, there, my, my general view is that, you know, I kind of align here with the, 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 the smartest in the field, like a Warren Buffett, where they say this is not a productive asset. So I would, I'd be very careful before I, I make any recommendation on a specific cryptocurrency. I think to your point, and I think you're right on this, go for the names where crypto is being used in an engagement tool. And it's just one other revenue stream for, for Square or Block. They don't make much money off of crypto, right? I mean, they have maybe another issue where the CEO is, is a big fan of Bitcoin and very outspoken, Jack Dorsey, which is which is all good things. But when in days where crypto is taking a big hit, it also impacts uh, Square a lot. But from a revenue perspective, their exposure to crypto isn't that big, right? It's, it's kind of a rounding error. So I like that. I like PayPal, where the vast majority of revenue comes from e-commerce checkout. I know, again, it's hard to say it when the stocks are so depressed, but that's a macro situation. Uh, I don't like Coinbase, and the reason we don't like it is because, one, it's at that epicenter. All they do is they help people trade crypto, and then they're seeing declining take rates over time because competition is mounting from companies like Robinhood, Square, PayPal, you name it. So it's sort of a bound, it's bound to sort of converge, the take rate is bound to converge over time. And that's one of the big reasons that we're kind of staying away from uh, from Coinbase, right? Just a one more mm -hmm. thought here, you know, if we spoke like six months ago and we did, like the reason 
Bitcoin and a lot of these cryptocurrencies were up so much is because people were using them, you know, for, you know, as a hedge against sort of free money, right? And now where interest rates are coming up, it actually kind of makes sense that the people have a sense that yes, the Fed is in control, they're raising rates, they're curbing inflation, you don't really need um, as much protection from those. So that's maybe some other kind of like driver, just kind of thinking out loud of what's been driving uh, the pressure on, on some of these cryptocurrencies. Understood. Yeah. I, I, you know, we always wondered what the correlation, which sometimes we see it and sometimes we don't, but I do see what you're talking about in a higher rate environment. Um, do you still have buy ratings on Block and PayPal at this time? Absolutely. I mean, especially at those levels. I mean, I looked at it this morning and I was like, just kind of had to, uh, you know, make sure. Because you I'm always still, loved you know, Block. I mean, what's your target then? It's it's well over two hundred dollars, and and it's hard to imagine, you know, from from today. But hey, you know, this company has sort of risen from the, uh, you know, from 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 different, you know, bottoms before. And I, I think that, you know, what, the way we think about it is, you own Square for that massive call option or block. You own it for that massive call option on, right? Um, you know, complete like DeFi, you know, DeFi afterpay, uh, creating almost like a synthetic Amazon with a combination of afterpay. Right e-commerce discovery and Square. So I, I, I'm extremely bullish on, on Square and also on PayPal. Yeah, and last time you were on, you said you also liked SoFi. The last few times you were on, and as amazingly, you came on, you said you liked SoFi, and then we got the big news that they were getting approved as bank, and it, it shot up to over 16 bucks. It has since pulled back. Um, can you update our viewers on your thoughts on SoFi and where you think it's headed? Yes. What's your current price target? It's at 12 and change yes, thank today. You. Yeah, thank you, uh, Nicole. We took we took the price target down from when we last spoke a few weeks ago. Just to to uh, we still have significant upside, but we we you know we took it down to the teens just to have more um, you know kind of more reasonable upside versus what we had. It's all just a game of valuation at this point. But I think you're right. They got the bank charter approval, which means that they could actually use deposits. This was kind of one of the reasons that we were we didn't know when it's going to happen. We knew that it will happen at some point. So it was a question of like timing, right? Because they applied for it. Once they get it, they can actually use deposits to fund the loans, which means that they don't need a middleman, which means that they can uh, save a lot of money and they can uh, actually behave more like a bank. They actually get more regulated. That's the pushback we're getting. The way I think about it, it's actually a good thing because you want them to be regulated because you don't want someday to wake up and a big regulator comes in and says, oh, this company is just fintech. Right. I'm Do you actually want them to right. be regulated and to succeed as regulators? So I, I see this as a huge positive for SoFi. Big fan. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to get an update on that because I know you had liked that for some time and you gave us the call prior to the big move. So thank you for that. Dan Dolev, always nice to see you of Mizzou Home Security. It's great it was, to see you. It was just luck. Thank you, Nicole.